Previously on Chapter Plays. Crash, uh, wood crashing onto the, uh, the concrete floor, some pieces falling into the water in the pool inside of the warehouse. And immediately Marquetta's eyes light up and she points up towards the rafters. And we can see the three of you crouched up there, positioned among the crossbeams, somewhat precariously. And she says, they've got an out, stop them. And uh, you can see these men begin to pull pistols from underneath their jackets and start pointing them at you and shove things as they rush around to try to corner you. So at this point, uh, you should roll for initiative. Chapter Plays, an actual play podcast featuring cinematic role-playing stories of daring heroics and low intrigue. I'm your GM and host, Mike Athey. Today, we're playing another chapter in the Gadget Extraction Team serial, a 1930s pulp adventure set in the world of Trinity Continuum Adventure, with an exclamation point. Tonight, as usual, I am joined by our players, Drew, Merle, and Sam. Let's have each of you introduce yourselves and the heroes you'll be playing tonight. I'm Drew, and pronoun he, him, uh, and I'm playing Shea O'Keefe, an Irish labor organizer who was exposed in a big accident to telluric energy, which turned him into uh, a superhero, basically like a Golden Age uh, Superman. I'm Sam, pronouns they, them. I'm playing Emma Banachek, a former daredevil adventurous who retired and became a writer, only to forget the retired part, basically. <laughs> I'm Merle, pronouns also they, them, and I am playing Jean-Pierre Auclerc, a deserter from the French Foreign Legion, driver, and a bit of a thief. Uh, well, that's good right. anyway. So uh, I'm going to say there is a field complication for you guys, not necessarily anybody else, called um, pre precarious, sort of similar to dangling, but this time it represents just being in the upper reaches of the warehouse. Let's see that. Um, it, uh, I was deselected. Let's try it now. Excellent. It made it on there. Okay. It did mine. Should go through okay? May not have. I mean, you, uh, we can. I can put it in manually. It's fine. Yeah, you have to click uh, on your token and... Oh, whoop, yeah. I can, yeah, okay. Sorry, I have too many windows open. Uh, by which I mean too many things open inside this. Where, where are tokens? I think tokens are on the table. It's like this thing or this thing, either one of those. Oh, okay. It's just the, the image of your character. Okay, so I click on that and then I go to roll initiative. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I had my character sheet kind of expanded. It's okay. That worked. Okay, right. All right, and then same roll both times. <laughs> a roll of one. Uh, not a very good initiative. All right. So order is going to be... So you're getting slots, not necessarily... We're not tracking individual characters, but rather the idea of a PC and then an NPC. So the way it's going to work is PC1, PC2, NPC1, PC3, and then NPC2. But uh, any of you can go on PC1 
So just to restate the situation so we're all clear, it's nighttime, you're in a warehouse on the docks. You are 20 feet up, if not more, in the rafters of said warehouse. There's a big open drop down below. There's a catwalk running in some parts of the upper reaches, though, so if you felt like 10 feet, you could potentially land on it or catch onto a railing or something. On the floor down below, it's all concrete except for a section of a rectangle about the size of a swimming pool, maybe, that's been sort of opened up for some sort of thing that's underneath the uh, the warehouse. Uh, the netting of the crate is still dangling nearby, though the crate has mostly fallen out of it and shattered on the floor. There are about a dozen men in suits with guns yelling things in European language um, and trying to corner you while Marquetta orders them around. And I'd say about, let's say half of them are in the, in the catwalk and half are on the floor level. And there are like crates and boxes and things in the warehouse as well surrounding the pool. And Marquetta is on the catwalk level. And there's a field complication called precarious because you're in the rafters currently. If you fail to, to overcome it, then you might potentially fall or lose your balance or something like that. And I'm trying to recall what you just... Did Marquetta say uh, to shoot us or to get us? I'm... Get them. Uh, I have a dumb idea. Um, God, I'm like, what, what would ventriloquism fall under? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, what does no. that fall under? Do you mean more too the, silly an idea? The voice projection part? The, the kind of... Or, or mimicking somebody else's voice, I guess. Yeah. Um, when you say this is probably too silly, I just want you to know that serial films are a genre that include the classic Gene Autry film, The Phantom Empire. So, so please manage your expectations on too silly. Fair. Mm-hmm. Like just down to which skill you think it would fall under. I think larceny could work, uh, maybe with manipulation or presence. Okay. Uh, all right, yeah, uh, okay, I'm just, I, Jean-Pierre is good with his voice. I don't know if he's this good with his voice. It's up to you. Like, if you feel like this is a good idea, but maybe not for this character, you don't have to do it. Yeah, it's, it, it's a little too slapstick. What, what I was thinking was, I think him shout to them, uh, she, you know, chap, she probably wants us alive or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Because uh, we don't well, have any good way yeah, down. That, that would, that would, since you'd be identifying yourself as the person, the aggrieved party, that would not so much trick them as let them know that you don't want to be killed. Yeah. That's um, but if you said something like, um, no, let them go or something, that's still also pretty far fetched. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Uh, anybody else have an idea what they want to do? Oh, yes. Uh, I was thinking I'd make a splash. Okay, so you want to, like, dive down into the pool? Oh, no. Um, I have my little hidden advantage, the uh, folding blade. So mm-hmm. Emma's going to flick her wrist, pop the folding blade out, and cut down the rigging, sending the box into the moon pool. Okay. Just And what's, what's, what's the hoped-for outcome as a result of that? Distract them towards the center. Um... Okay. Disrupt whatever go whatever's going on that they were planning for us. Okay, and, sure. Um, just in general, they already know we're here, so we might as well just like have as much noise and splashy things happening as much as possible. Okay, so yeah, put together a pool and go ahead and roll. Excellent. So that's going to be um, dexterity close combat. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh- and because of head head of a pin, I believe you can ignore the complication. All right. 
And here goes seven dice. Wow, six successes. Yeah. So with that, you can get five stunt points um, to to use however you want. You succeed, so I'll say at the very least, they are going to be a little bit uh, distracted or drawn towards that splash, perhaps. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and with that, I think I'm going to take a leap down to land right in front of uh, Marquetta. Yes, sorry. Oh, God, I am sorry about that. Marquetta, yeah. The uh, are a pain. The the doobly doo was blocking the um the no problem. board. So because why not? Why not? Um. So how did you want to use those five stunt points? All right. Um. Just uh, give me a second, and you did cough. Great. Well, I would like to complicate things by uh, getting the drop on Marquetta, and hmm. If you're worried about getting shot or attacked, it might be worth increasing your defense. I would like to increase my defense. Um, I would also like to swan dive and get the drop on Marquetta, thus creating a complication for the enemies of, um, you know, your boss is in trouble. Well, okay. This is this is kind of a, a sticky sticking point for the rules. If you haven't announced during before you rolled that you were doing a mixed action, you can only do the one thing that you announced that you were doing. Oh. Okay. Uh, the stun points are like additional things, but it can't be something where you take another action or make an attack or something. Usually, it's like um, sure. So you can move down to her level on the catwalk, and I'm a problem with that. And you can also cause the splash in the then uh, I'll the just pool. Uh, use them to increase defense. All five. Um, and as part of my action, uh, make an enhancement of distract or sorry, make a complication of distracted on the uh, villains. Okay. Um, all of the villains are just Marquetta or just the goons? Just the goons. Okay. No, Marquetta can okay. still be yelling, stop them, halt them, because, you know, the, it, it's tradition that the villain would be allowed to, like, scream, this cannot be, and all that sort of stuff. I, I don't want her like, mm-hmm. lumped in with all of that, but the goons can be distracted. Uh, okay, so basically. how many of the points are you putting towards defense, and how many are you putting towards this complication? Uh, let's say three for defense, two to the complication. Um, Excellent. All right. So you land on the catwalk with the sword pointed at Marquetta, and the goons are confused as to what to do between the big splash and seeing their boss at sword point. Uh, All right. So then PC2. I've got an idea. Uh, So you said, since some of them are on the catwalk, Shay's just going to. uh, uh, Now that uh, stealth is no longer. A concern. He's just going to jump, uh, uh, like kind of across and sideways, uh, to land on, uh, on the catwalk directly. And excuse me. Yes, understood. And yeah, uh, I think uh, not to get too deep into the mechanics, but I imagine I can do that without a roll because it's I'm not mm-hmm. trying to hover for any number of rounds or whatever. Uh, right. so yeah, uh, just do that and then, uh. Start, uh, start punching goons that are uh, that are around him. Okay. So while I'm rolling, uh, are the, these are all moves, so right? To attack mul- Well, okay. The way that works oh, in right. this game, if you want to do multiple attacks on different targets, you do mixed action. All right. So you would basically use your lowest combat pool um, 
which is probably the same across the board. Right. I would say. But I, I'd have and then each, to each success can be allotted to a different one of them. And then depending on what their health levels are, you might or may not take them out. All right. I'll say these guys are one one hit mooks though, so, so they're minions. So yeah, I will do a uh, split action to uh, attack one one of the groups of three, mm-hmm. and then I will roll. Bam. Uh, don't forget, you do get enhancement on an arm unarmed attack uh, normally of one, and then if you have hands of fists of stone, I think that gives you more. Yeah, so that is actually a total of six six right. successes. Okay. So their defense is three. Three. Still have three left. So three of them, and still have one stun point. Uh, would I have to spend three on each one of them, or is that no? Okay, so it's still it's a that's it's a mixed action. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, no. In that case, uh, yeah, that's what I'll do. Uh, and the uh, given one enhancement to actually no one complication on Marquetta, uh, mm-hmm. just to be like. Uh, Call it uh, running out of goons, and just that she's distracted by that. Uh, not distracted, but she's focused on that. Actually, let's go with that. It, she is focused on Shay for the time being, who's just uh, mm-hmm. hammering goons and uh, tossing them every which way. Okay, so yeah, we see three of them get uh, punched and then flung over railings, falling either onto crates on the floor below or into the, uh, the pool of the Nile water. So those three are gone, and there's only nine left at this point. So there's only three left in the catwalk level with Marquetta and another six running around on the bottom floor. So on NPC1, I'm going to actually have the goons go first, because I suspect if I don't do that, they won't get a chance to do much. Um, so let's see... They are going to try and grapple with you guys to try to get a hold of you or try to pin you down, basically. So uh, I'm just going to roll their primary pool for each and give each group two enhancement because there's three of them. So basically you have you know, the guy that's rolling and then he gets one enhancement each for each of the other minions in the group. So I'm just going to roll separately for each of you. This will be either... Like melee attacks if they're close enough, or uh, like gunshots to try to pin you down if not. So we'll try Shay first, then Emma, then Jean Pierre. So have your defenses ready and decide if you're going to make a, a roll to resilience attribute you want to use. Uh, all right. Oh, I didn't add the enhancement. So first guy got, first group got three on Shay, second group got six on Emma. Um, Last group got three on Jean-Pierre. Now, Emma, you did add three to your defense, so that raised it to four. Mm -hmm. And then you have soft armor one, so that's still enough to potentially do something to you, like one point of something, but um, um, you could choose to roll if you want. According to this, I have hard one, soft two? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, basically, it makes it harder for them to, to do injuries to you, but at the moment, they're more interested in trying to corner you essentially. All right. So uh, let me look at an example of something here, because there is a, a thing for pinning people down, which is kind of what they're trying to do. Yeah. I have a very strange one for mine. Great. So I misread this. All right. Pin down. Uh, basically, they try and apply a plus one complication to your next attack. If you do not buy off this complication, then you receive one automatic injury condition, and then they can increase the difficulty of it if they have enough successes. 
So that's what they're doing to each of you. So compared to the total number of successes, that's three for Shay, six for Emma, and three for Jean-Pierre to your defense. And if they got equal to or greater than, then you may want to roll a resilience attribute to try to uh, make it, to avoid it, basically. I do look a little All right, so, so you're doing fight choreographer. You could spend inspiration and have it target one of the others in the, your field. So we'll say one of the guys in the uh, catwalk area is going to be targeted instead. So that means the attack of three goes against him. So that will get rid of him and reduce that group down to two. Sean Bear's just a little bit slippery. <laughs> so they're not shooting at you. They're still just shooting to try to pin you down. But unfortunately, in the in the confusion, somebody accidentally got him winged oh, and he no. falls down. Um, he's not dead, but he's like shot in the arm and just kind of leaning against the wall. What's this? The old thing? Uh, friendly fire ain't. Mm-hmm. All right, and then. Um, what are Shay and Emma doing as far as defending? Okay. So basically adding two to your defense. So yeah. So they, uh, what did they get? They got six, right? They got six. Um, okay. I... So they s- still potentially hit you, but with your uh, soft armor, you're able to, uh, you can choose to just take the hit to your armor and then not be not worry about it at all, or you can take the complication and then potentially decide whether or not you want to act against it next round. I will take the hit to my armor. Okay, so just mark off the the no damage thingy for your armor. Alright. It's like a bruised level, basically. Okay. Um, And then Shay, what did you get? You got one? I got one, so that means a total of... uh, Two defense? Two, yeah. So they still got you by one, and again, you can choose... If you, if you want, you just ignore it and take the injury or uh, take the complication. I'll take the complication, and yeah. if it comes back around, I'll I'll deal with that. So you get a complication called pin down. It's one point. All right. Okay. And uh, then, so gunfire rings out in the narrow confines of the warehouse, and uh, we can. Oops, I skipped. That. Sorry. Uh, wait, what happened there? Oh, I deleted the token that was representing the rings. Right. All right. Anyway, so uh, one, two, three. Okay. PC three gets to go, and then after them, NPC two. So that's gonna be whoever hasn't gone yet, which is Jean Pierre. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. Let's see if uh. Heck. Sorry, I'm looking through my notes here. Uh. You know what? Can Jean Pierre? Uh. <laughs> Not the face doesn't say like anything in terms of zoning up or not. Uh, can Jean Pierre start spitting out uh, a stream of? Uh, uh, I mean, I I don't know who you are. I don't. I, I mean, I loved your movies, but I, I'm sure I don't know why in a, a a warehouse in the middle of nowhere in Cairo. Uh, have you ever checked out this this lovely uh, bistro in Cairo? By the way, I know just the place. I'll take you there sometime. Just completely confusing to Marketa and use not the okay. face against her. And what does that do? So, provide you talk continuously, haven't attacked the target or otherwise taken aggressive action towards them in the current scene, and aren't obviously moving to do so, you can impose a plus three complication on a single target's next action. If the target fails to buy off the complication, you or an ally within short range can immediately okay. take an yeah, action. Sure. Just pure fast-talking, BSing right. Marketa. Okay. And did you want to move anywhere in particular? Uh... 
can I safely move down to the catwalk? Uh, uh, you'd have to make a roll for that. You could do yeah. it. It's, you could do both. There's nothing keeping you from doing that. I don't think you, do, you don't. Do you have to roll for not the face? I don't think you do. So uh, I don't believe so. It's just um, an aspect of fast so talk. Yeah, just go ahead and make a roll of some kind to represent getting down from the rafters to the catwalk. All right. See, ath- athletics and dexterity is pretty straightforward, uh, and I am secretly hoping that I screw this up in an amusing manner. Dang, I got two right. successes. So you're no longer, none of you are in a precarious situation, as far as I understand it, because you're all on the catwalk. Um, all right, so uh, then Marquita, she is, okay, so she is going to pull a sword from her belt, and she is going to, let's see, uh, she's going to yell, just hold them off a little longer, the submarine should be here shortly. Knew it. The battle rages on in the Cairo warehouse, but an underwater threat draws near. Will the GET be defeated by this new peril, or will they find a way to escape their predicament? Stay tuned for Chapter 17 in our Trinity Continuum Adventure serial, Cairo Breakout. You have been listening to Chapter Plays, an actual play podcast based on Onyx Path Games' Trinity Continuum Adventure with an exclamation point, the role-playing game of Pulp Action. You can reach us with your thoughts and suggestions at gadgetextractionteam at gmail.com.